Welcome to another episode of Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy S. Gary, and today we have a very special guest. He is a very big guy, he's six foot seven, 315 pounds, but he's a teddy bear, a close friend of mine, and I've known him for a very long time. Uh, we met in college. Marcisco yeah. um, Morrison from Four Fitness Gym. Thanks for having me, sir. My pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Um, First off, I need an excuse to crack this beer, so I want to I want to congratulate you on the success of your gym, man. Congrats! Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I want thank you guys you. to hear this beautiful crack too. Uh, I cracked my. Uh, Here, cheers. Yes, cheers. Um, yes, sir. Yes. Don't be stealing my crack lines now, but cracking the beer open over there. Listen, beer, beer, that's that's not God speaking again, in case you don't know. <laughs> that's Bams, who is the producer of this show, and um, he also has this little bit called having a beer with Bams, so he's always like doing non-beer beer reviews. And uh, I just stole his line, so cheers to Bams, too. <laughs> mm. So, Cisco, we met in 2001. Um, yeah. I played basketball at Hunter College. Yeah, and I you played, played at New Jersey City University. NJCU. Uh, yeah. And we met through a mutual team, a teammate of yours in college who was a teammate of mine in high school. In high school, yeah. Uh, Jose. But, uh, Jose uh, Martinez. Yeah, also known as Bodie. Bodie. Um, that was, that seems like another lifetime ago. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's another story. <laughs> no, well, not not just him. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, th that was, you know, 20 plus years ago. Shit. Um, yeah, but yeah. We're gonna, so I want to know more about you, more about your roots. Where are you from originally? Oh, man. Um, Jamaican born. Yeah. Uh, grew up in, like, St. Catherine, Jamaica. Went to high school in Jamaica. Came here at age 19. Well, don't, don't start rushing yet. Let's talk about Jamaica a little bit. Yeah, talk to me. Um, so where, where in Jamaica were you uh, raised? Uh, St. Catherine, which is the largest parish in Jamaica. And where, where in Jamaica is it? And uh, to, to use a line from uh, Trading Places, is it by the beach? <laughs> Definitely not, not by the beach. <laughs> no, it's central Jamaica. Yeah. As I said before, it's the largest parish in Jamaica. Uh, you know, you got uh, Kingstown on one side, you have Ocherius on one side, yeah. and um, Clarendon on the other side. Uh, it's, it's just a, it's a pretty, pretty cool countryside uh, uh, parish. Oh, so it's very rural? Yes, it is. is. Really? Yes. There are farms and so on there? Yeah, lots of farms. So you're, you're, you're kind of a Jamaican country boy in a sense. I'm a country boy. Really? Th that's why I love the city so life. <laughs> <laughs> So what was it like growing up in uh, in rural Jamaica? Like, I mean, you live in the city now, so I want to hear about what it was like growing up there. What would you experience? Well, for me, it was cool. I mean, I had a dope mom who had a really good career in Jamaica. Uh, she was a, the post mistress uh, for her, her. Like, she she run the post office. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and okay. she was very popular in the neighborhood. I was going to make a joke, but he's 6'7". I don't want to smack. No, my mom was this high yellow six feet tall woman really? uh she, she was married to a and when you say yellow what are you referring to brown skin brown okay, skin okay. yeah just in, just so all yeah, know. yeah in jamaica they're they call her red bones yes, you know what I mean? yes, yeah, yes, yes red bone and um I, I apparently i take it from my dad so i uh you know in jamaica she was very known in the community because of her how active she was with uh like politicians and just getting things done in the neighborhood and then like i said she she worked at the post office so everybody knew her Mm, okay. I couldn't do shit without getting in trouble. Really? You know what I mean? And I did a lot of shit. Yeah. So well, what, what were, wait, but how old were you when you left again? 19. Just oh, turned 19. So, so what were you getting into? You said you got in a lot of, you were doing a lot of shit. What were you doing? Fighting. Really? Cutting class. Cutting school. That's funny because from what I know of you, you're very straight, straight laced. You, uh, you, you pretty much are as square as it gets yeah, in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean totally, that yeah. In a negative way, yeah. but. I don't see you as being a fighter, one, because I don't see anyone wanting to fight you, but yeah. two, your demeanor doesn't come across that way. So, yeah. But you were that way when you were younger. As a kid, yeah, I was a troublemaker. Really? Yeah, I was a troublemaker. That's so funny. I, I know when I, when I stopped when a small guy punched me in the eye because I picked on him. But was it the first time anyone actually retaliated? Is that why? Yeah. Oh, so everyone, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think that would change that. And because of that, I, uh, I got in the fight with a kid over a girl my buddy was dating and it ended up where he stabbed me in the in the in abdomen where you actually got stabbed Act, yeah. how old were you when you got stabbed 16 is that 
I mean, I hear stories about how wild places in Jamaica could be, especially yeah. in the country. Is that yeah. was that like routine? No, 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 no not not necessarily. Because uh, I'm, I'm a, I was a popular kid there as well. But what happened? He did something with the knife, uh, something like garlic the knife, and that's supposed to if you get cut with it, you wouldn't know that you ha you gotten cut. Yeah, like was it? I don't, I don't know if it's a myth. Garlic. So we put garlic on the knife. Yeah. You know, and then. He stabbed me right below, I like got an inch away from the belly button, below the belly button. Wow. I, and, and on my hand, so I ran him down, didn't know uh, I got stabbed until I fainted. Really? You bled yeah. out and fainted? It, yeah. And what, was this in school? No, this is like 9 o'clock in my neighborhood, Bog Walk. Really? Main Street, yeah, it's called. So you, you, you passed out. Yeah. Did you, where'd you wake up? Like what in, happened? The, in the hospital. Huh? And, uh, I wake up in Austin. So how did you end up there? Uh, I guess friends and, and my uncle who had a garage in the area took me. And okay. Yeah, yeah I know. That's how wild it was. You now, know? now, what what happened there? When uh, what happened there? Like what? From there, you were 16. Is yeah. that when your mom set you up? I'm, I'm envisioning like. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Uh, wait, so, I'm envisioning like Will Smith, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You got in a fight. She sent you away. Yeah, basically what happened. Really. Shortly after that, I became 17. She came down. You know, and so forgive me, my Jamaican accent is kind of horrible, but she'll be like, Mark, you keep fighting. And she goes off and how. And I want to hear that accent. Go ahead. Keep and then going. she sent me to the country, like country, another country, like a, another parish called St. Mary, where she grew up. Okay. My grandfather had a house up there. He passed away. He had motorcycle, big land, like over 158 acres of land. Oh, wow like fruits and all this stuff. So they, she sent me up there and said, I have to stay up there for a year. I ended up staying there for like two years or something so like that. Wait, so you get stabbed, right? Yeah. <laughs> she sends you away for like, did you, did you have to do like hard labor there? On your, on no, the no, okay. it's my, it's my, it's my right. property. Okay, but she's your property, but she sends you away after you already got stabbed. So you would assume you probably learned your lesson already because you got stabbed. Stabbed, yeah. <laughs> but no, she's, she's got to like make sure you learned your lesson. Yeah, she well, said. I, I mean... Listen, so, so bottom line, she, they needed someone to, to watch the property and manage what was going on. Yeah. I just got out of high school. You know, that's where they sent me. You're going to do this for a year? before. If not, you're not going to America. Oh, so you knew you were going to go there in America? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what were you, why, were you, why was it planned already that you were going to America? Because she was living here at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so backstory, so she, yeah. She, she's like, you're saying with family. Who were yeah. you living with? Uh, at the time, I was with my... Her, her ex-husband at the time. Okay. Yeah. So and, uh, I guess your stepfather at the my time? My stepfather, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, dude didn't bother me much. He let me you know, live my life. So you were kind of running these streets because he left you alone. Yeah. Okay. And, and all the rude boys from the neighborhood I kicked it with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Show me love, you know? Yeah. Uh, but um, they always, they were afraid of my mom, and my, my mom's husband at the time, you know? Because he was an uh, army guy. Mm -hmm. And in Jamaica, when you're in the army, People don't mess with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so long story short, she moved me to St. Mary, which is another parish where she grew up. Um, and uh, I had a good time there. Uh, but um, shortly after that, I'm, I turned 19 at some point, And then I moved there December 94. Yeah. Uh, 94, December 21st. Now, where, where was your dad during this, your biological father? I'm going to say this. Dude is a pastor. He has maybe like 12 kids. I have no Oof. idea where he was. <laughs> have you met him? <laughs> no, I met him. I met him. Yeah, yeah. I know. I grew up with him until I was like three or four, and then he moved to Nassau, Bahamas. Okay. And, but you know, now he's like a pastor somewhere in the Bronx. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you saw him? Uh, my aunt passed away maybe about four or five years ago. But I see him. I said, Mr. Morrison, that's it. That's, that's, to me, he's just a sperm donor. But he's preaching, yeah. he's, he's preaching to some church, you know, and telling really? people how to live by uh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess he's saying, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, I'm glad, I'm glad you turned out the way you did. Yeah, man. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. Ben's giving me direction. What, you want me to turn this way? What do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys started to swerve out of place. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, don't right. want, we don't want to mess it up. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you moved to America. Is yeah. there anything about your time in Jamaica that we're missing that I should kind of uh, we should tell the audience here? No, I, Jamaica was a great time. Yeah. Uh, but I tell the audience I don't remember a goddamn thing in Jamaica. Really? Why? Yeah, is that? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't remember a whole lot of things. Was there like traumatic experiences? Ah, uh, no, bro, I lived a good life, man. I came, my first trip to America was '89. Okay. Uh, on a on a, uh, a we call Disney trip. Yeah. You know? okay. Yeah. Not too many kids get to live that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. My summer vacation was in Ocho Rios on a boat with my uncle Not and um, making money a glass bottom boat. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I, I lived a pretty pretty good life. So what, what was your mom doing? Was she working at a post office in the U.S.? Uh, no, when she moved here, she was cleaning butt, people butt, man. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, nurse? nurse? Nurse's aid. Man, nurse's she, aid. They do God's yeah. work. And they, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? cleaning butts, but Bro. they do God's work. And she, she pulled herself to college. Yeah. And, she and here. She was here. here. Yeah. And after, well, after having you, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. When she moved here, yeah, yeah she pulled herself to college. And then... Um, Got her, uh, what do you call it, a uh, uh, bachelor in, uh, with, uh, she became a nurse. Yeah. Then she came down and got myself, and I have four sisters uh, with her. Okay. So it's five of us total she came and got, and we all moved there. So how did you feel when you moved to, you moved to New Jersey, correct? Yes, moved straight to New Jersey. Um, lived in Newark for like six months, then we moved to Howell Township. Yeah, I'm saying it again. Howell, Howell Township. Township. Oh, yes, sir. I, I Central think, Jersey. Were we there this summer around that area? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're in that area. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's that's very much like sub, that, that, could, sub, that could suburban. Be, that could be like the Midwest. You know, like that could <laughs> be like that. Back back then, back then, yeah. back then. Yeah. Now it's changed a little bit, but right. yeah. Um, so that must have been a huge culture shock going from big time big Jamaica time. to big time to like Central Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you feel about it? What did you experience? Well, like, what you was see, it like for you? I didn't know. Now, I, I, when I look back at it, I'm like, what the fuck was she thinking? Yeah. You know, the average Caribbean person that comes here, yeah. moved to Brooklyn, yeah, Flatbush, right. or, or Bronx, Gun Hill, or like Queens. Sure, but maybe she was thinking, if you go there, assimilation, you're going to just go to the culture you know, which it, makes yeah. it easier in a sense. But at the same time, you don't, you know, you don't adopt the... the the local customs. Yeah, yeah. That's not the negative thing that comes out of a, a certain neighborhood. Right. Um, but, you know, she wanted something different for us. Right. So I, uh, today, I mean, she passed away, God rest her soul. Um, but I respect that. Now I wouldn't change that for nothing. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry here she passed. I didn't yeah, know. Um, when you came here, when yeah. you, when you obviously, you, you finished high school in Jamaica, so you came here yeah. and went to college, right? Yeah. So what was Not that? right away, though. Uh, uh, like a few years later, yeah. What did you do in the meantime while you were in New Jersey? Make some money, man. I, I did doing? everything. I did nurses' aid as well. Okay. Um, in Manasquan, New I couldn't Jersey. picture you uh, cleaning butts as like, yeah, like I, you said. Yeah, I did, man. <laughs> I did, man. And uh, yeah. funny thing, the old, the old man got some, at some point, he had MS, and he, mm. one day he was having a, 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 I guess he was having a time, and he called, called me some name, and I was becoming Americanized, and I wasn't really having it. You know, Why do you say Americanized? Well, well, I, I guess I guess I, I just in Jamaica, if someone call you a nigger. It's, it's that's not an issue. What is that? Like you know what I mean? Uh, why, why why is it like that in Jamaica? Because uh, Jamaica is run by black folks. Yeah. So it's like there's nobody there to to, to uh, dehumanize you in any in any form or way or try to like yeah. put you down. I mean, if you get put down, then you're putting yourself down. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, learning what the, 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 the word is and the connotation behind it and so forth and when it's used and how it's used, I reacted to him calling me that at that time. I picked his ass up in the wheelchair and threatened to throw him in the water and, yeah. I, and I put him back down and then I quit. What was the experience like black man experiencing racism for the first time? A Jamaican man. Oh man, um, to be honest, it wasn't as traumatic then. Right, because I, again, I was just learning about it. I'm like, okay, how dare you? I'm helping you, you I mean, know. Yeah, I mean, coming yeah. from a culture where the people it who run the country yeah. are the same complexion as you. Yeah, you know? coming to a place here where you're the minority in a mm -hmm. sense, and now you're experiencing this racism. Yeah, your mind must have been blown. Again, I don't think it had that traumatic, uh, uh, um, like effect on me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for that moment, I was like, "How dare you!" So yeah. I reacted. Um, today, do you regret that reaction? Um, because no. you're allowed to be angry. No, that's, that's, ex exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't regret it at all. Um, I think it was a learning experience. Yeah. You know, I, I've experienced way more, way more than that since I've been here. So it's like um, that was just like that's it, like a, a drop in the box, right. like something. Have you, know? you experienced worse? Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, Want to talk on that? Oh yeah. Um, so we jump in the ship, 
Um, What's that? We're, we're going to jump the ship a little bit. We're going to come back to it. Uh, so I, I got married to a Maryland chick who happened to be Caucasian. A what? A, what? From, a young lady from Maryland. Okay. Um, when she, was this? Uh, to, I married her in 2015, but we got together prior. Yeah, I know her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. And um, we, you know, we had a son, you know, just because of my New York lifestyle, you know, you run around and you have a lot of friends, you end up getting one. Just, just to, to cut back a little bit, um, not only do Marcisco and I know each other from college basketball and the basketball scene, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we both also worked in the nightlife business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, me, I, w I was a promoter. Marcisco here was a uh, was in security, but you also do some parties too. Yeah, I did yeah. parties. I did, but I did majority. Of, I'm known more for security. Yeah. Um, any and any of the quote unquote top clubs you could think of, Club Envy, you know, uh, Mansion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah places that everyone knows. But yeah, 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 you name it. I I've worked there, um, but it, usually I worked there because I know. Either the one, the promoter, yeah. like yourself, or oh, owner, and they say, you know what, I want you at my club, and I go there. All right, well, let's go back to the yeah. story about uh, this experience you had with yeah. your ex, uh, ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, well, she wasn't your ex at the time. Yeah, she was my ex. Um, but um, we we had a we have, we have a beautiful son. Um, he's now eight. Teddy. Uh, yeah, gonna be I love nine. that kid. Yeah, yeah, great kid, man. Great that energy. Kid, yeah, he's, he's a heartbreaker. Yeah, he's 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 me definitely yeah. in so many ways. Um, uh, and mom, Columbia grad, you know, doing her own thing. Like, you know, she's a tall girl, you know, but I- Oh, your I, ex was a Columbia grad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Syracuse undergrad, Columbia grad. Nice. Um, so what was this experience of racism you felt? Right off the back when she started dating me, her dad was like, yo, you gonna date a niggas? I'm gonna cut you off. He's, he said verbatim, he yeah, said yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, she's a little naive at the time, so she said she didn't know. Didn't know what? Uh, didn't know that he was racist prior. Because he gave her he gave her some book about like the heritage of black folks to read when she was younger and so forth and so on. But anyway, long story short. Oh, so he gives her a book so he's not racist. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, moving forward, she she decided to go against him. But her 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 dad and her mom didn't really get along. You know what I mean? So she decided to go against him because the mom was okay with it. Right. And okay with it. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. The fact that I mean I know this exists. I'm not I'm not blind mm -hmm. to it. it yeah. But the fact that uh, someone's not okay with you because mm -hmm. of the, yeah. the level of melanin in your skin, mm -hmm. it's insane that we yeah, still yeah. think this way. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. So that happens, and um, she she decided to go against her dad and have a child for me. Yeah. That cut her off. Wow. My son is eight, only nine. Never met him. But she, but met, met her mom. Met, yeah, we, yeah, we met her mom. But never met the grandfather, uh, really. Yeah. I didn't know that. The biological father. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he doesn't get the privilege of meeting Teddy. Teddy's yeah. too cool to me to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know, right? Yeah. So with that, and the step, her, her stepfather now in the picture, he's, uh, he's another Christian. Another Christian? Yeah. And he, uh, well, he said to me the first conversation we have that I would never get a seat at his table because I knocked his, his daughter up, his stepdaughter up. Yeah, that was what he said. So, so there's like a, there's a pattern here. So yeah, you know. So that was a, the father was the one who cut her off because I'm black. Yeah. The stepfather now says I wouldn't get a seat at the table because you know I knocked his. his they said to your face. No, over the telephone. Okay, they wouldn't say it to your face. So, no, they wouldn't. So, when, yeah. but when you said that, I'm like, yo, how dare you speak to me like that? Click. Yeah. I hung up on his ass. They got some balls. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know why? But it, you know what? It's like what was it Tyson that said? You know, everyone's gotten really tough over social media. They yeah, can't yeah, say yeah. anything in someone's mm -hmm, face because mm -hmm. I guarantee no one would say it in your face. It, it wouldn't. It would I, would, say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want when to he, say when he saw me. He softened it up. He didn't mean it like that. I'm like, oh, he said that. Yeah, I'm gonna say whatever. You know, you know. Yeah. And uh, my ex-wife was such a naive person. She she likes to sit in the in the corner. Yeah. When people are, are bickering, right? She doesn't like conflict. She, she doesn't like conflict, yeah. and she just sits there until hoping so that, must that have been it goes hurtful. away. You, the the person that's supposed to have your back the most, your your loved one, your yeah. your partner, yeah, uh, just sits there and lets you be degraded when yeah, yeah. when it's coming from her family. Yeah, big time. And I understand and, how and, you and, upset. And quick quick time at times she says she didn't. So be, uh, just 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 to move forward, because of that dynamic of the relationship, it was never good. It was right. never good, you know. It, it was bound to so, fail. I mean, I can see how that's probably the most impactful racism you felt. Oh, big time, big Man. time. 
big time. I'm sorry you experienced that. I'm glad you don't have to experience that anymore. I mean, you kind of do in a sense. You, you have, you're tied to her for life. Yeah, right? I'm tied to her for life. Yeah, so I'm going I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna to do I mean, that. I, I still do. I feel, I feel most for, for, for you and Teddy. Man, Teddy. I feel, I feel I'm, 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 How old is Teddy now? He's eight, going to be nine, nine eight in September. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel for him, man. He can't have yeah. a relationship with his, his grandparents because of it. He's also stuck <clears> in the middle right now um, where, yeah. you know, um, grandparents doesn't speak to me. Her friends doesn't speak to me because they feel like I did her wrong. Which I did her wrong. Bro, I'm going to be, as a man, I'm going to be straightforward. I did some cowardly things. And, I, and I'm referring to cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I got caught three times. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, at, the, at, the, at the time, it was cool. It, for me, it was cool, right? But after shit hit the fan, and I'm like, yo. Do you that- feel like that was something caused by your, your, I mean, honestly, from the racism you felt? Was there like angst or. Well, or no, I see. I'm, I'm going to be a man this, about it. Was just some mistakes you made because no. of the urges you couldn't I, control? I, I did it because of my, my urges, yeah. one. But two, I think it had a lot to do with that. I, I, I didn't expect it to last. Okay. I didn't expect it to last. Just because of the dynamic, her not understanding how to stand up for, you know, uh, for me personally, right. you know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, it definitely sounded like something that was, was destined to fail because of, yeah. I mean, you acting on your urges, her not standing up for having the back of her, the no person she of love. Yeah. The no most in the world. So, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. it wasn't a match. Yeah. Obviously, you find yourself here no longer with her for a reason. Yeah, yeah, for a reason, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I wanna, you're, you're, a, you're a business owner. Um, yes. I want to know yes. how you got from working nightclubs to the fitness industry and now being a successful business owner for that. Well, uh, as you mentioned, I played basketball. Yeah. And um, when I was trying to play basketball overseas or wherever, you know, I ended up went to France. That didn't work out. Came back for the New York Nationals, who play who travel with the Harlem Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you played for the Generals or Nationals? National. It's a National. They it's call a national. it a National. Yeah. Okay. So I was the guy. So you guys, the guy that had to get dunked on, who had to lose a bunch no, of games. I, but you know, I'm, I'm, I got a quick joke about that. One. So me going out there was one for the exposure. I, I thought. Right. And. You know, so I exposure rec- for what for basketball for ba- entertainment basketball, so basketball. Get it. okay yeah basketball, but um, the the Globetrotters um, owner guy's name was Manny something, he liked the way I spoke my, how I conducted myself, and the way I, I'm a big guy in, in good shape I couldn't tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks so, for letting us know so he would ask me to help to be a showman yeah. and I'm saying I'm, I don't want to be a showman I I want to I want to play basketball. Right. So I think I insulted him. Anyway, you know, someone say, you don't say no to that guy. And I'm like, no, I just, I don't, I want to play basketball. So I, we, we, we end up in Chicago playing in the Bulls Center, and um, he was there, a lot of the sp- sponsors, whatever. I embarrassed the, the Globetrotters. Which is literally. I went up for a rebound, maybe eight rebounds in one. Now, usually when the average guy go for a rebound, they let it be, and they get it. I got the ball like eight times off one rebound, and they end up calling foul on me because I went up. Yeah. So yes. after that, that's when they fired me. They fired you. Yeah, they fired me. You're too good. You be fired. They, yeah. they fired me because because my role is to play right. down yeah, for them. Wait, so you you play for the Washington Generals? It's it's yeah, New, it's called New York Nationals. Oh, okay. New York Nationals who who travel with the Harlem Globetrotters. Okay. Yeah. Same same concept. I think it's the same. Yeah, same concept. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um. So that was that was fun, right? But in between all that, I was doing nightclub security and having fun. You know what I mean? At some point, I got into fitness um, because my, my homeboy uh, uh, Hector Espinal used to be the area manager, and he said, "Yo, you in shape, bro? Do this." Yeah. So I saw a personal training. Every time I put on a personal t- personal training T-shirt, I'm picking up clients like nothing because I look the part. Who doesn't want clients, to train, you know? Clients and, or ladies or both? What are you doing? This hey, guy hey, is hey, a Casanova, I'm, I'm, I'm telling no, you. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep it 100. Uh, both, you know what yeah, I mean? He's got the gift of gab, as you can tell. No, I, I'm a tall dude. No. I'm a tall dude, and, you know, <laughs> I'm not in bad shape. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it works. Well, you also got a business sense, so I'm just, yeah. I'm just oh, teasing totally. you, but yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I got into fitness. I've, I've always done well. And even when I, I get an, a, an opportunity to go try out for a team, I leave, come back. You know, I even try out. For, I even try out for the Jamaican national team, made a team, but because of my 
my accent, I, I still have an accent, but I became more Americanized according right. to yeah, them. Yeah. Short, long story short, the coach uh, kicked me off the team because uh, he says that I'm, I, I, I'm uncoachable. Yeah, because now I play ball in the state. Yeah. You know, I'm an American kid now. Yeah, yeah. Guy having me doing um, like track and field drills for basketball. And Understood, yeah. all the other kids were, the guys that were playing were younger. Big time how, guys. Wait, how old were you at the time? I think I was like 27, 28. Yeah, so you're definitely on the older side. Yeah, so I was yeah. on the older side. These guys were like 21, 22, yeah. still in, the, in college. Uh, one just graduated college. And he had to doing like track and field. I grew up doing track and field in Jamaica as a kid, so I know what the fuck it is. Yeah. This guy had me doing track and field, uh, <laughs> a warm-up for, for, for basketball. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm not doing that, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And he was like, you're too Americanized. I can't, I can't coach you. I can't well, coach you. There's always politics with coaches. Oh, yeah. I've experienced oh, yeah, totally, that. Yeah. And myself. this guy was politically connected in Jamaica. One, my accent wasn't, a, my Jamaican accent is not that great. Yeah. So they fuck with me a lot for that. And um, eventually kicked me off the team, yeah. came back to the state, got right back into personal training, picked up some clients again, started doing So how, how, what was the next step? So um, I went to work. I got a little story. I went to work for Bally Total Fitness. Um, and I was in, I was in, I ended up in Arlem, Arlem, uh, New York and, uh, worked on that. I think 106 and third, I was the, uh, manager, uh, assistant manager up there. Then I got promoted to be the manager in Wayne, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And, um, while I was out there, I quit because I'm saying there wasn't up to date for me. You what know? do you mean? Um, like they weren't like. You learn a lot from ballets, how to hustle and go get your clients, which is what the, made me successful yeah. today. Right. But not a lot about the business. Understood. I wanted to learn about the business. So you I wanted upward mobility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I quit and went to work for New York Sport Club, who was very corporate oriented. Yeah. All their, their accounts were like in, you know, uh, uh, corporate offices and so forth. And, on. and I learned the business side for them after working for two years. But they fired me too because I, I was partying too much. January, I'm not supposed to take uh, vacation. Yeah, of course. But January, I'm in Miami partying up like a rock star. Yeah. You know? You know, I, I got some kids that I run around with. I won't say their name, but back then I used to run around with some kids, and I still run around with them today. So I'm in Miami. Came when you say kids, you mean your boys? My boys, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I uh, came back one Tuesday morning, walk into my office. My office looked kind of shaky. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's in my office? My the office is locked. So I uh, opened the door up, went in, tried to get on my computer. Can't get on. I look up, I saw my manager walk in. Uh, could you come to the bullpen? There's some office yeah, yeah. called the bullpen. I walked inside there and um, I walked inside the bullpen and there was my, my general manager, HR. What the fuck? He said to me, um, yeah, um, yeah, we don't let you go. I'm like, what happened? Well, one, you took a vacation that you're not supposed to take. And last week, a, client, a, a member was walking out and you said she needs to do more squats for her butt. Did you say that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did. I did. I mean, especially these days, you can't see yeah, anything you can't like see, this. Yo, I'm telling you, bro. So but, I, I, yeah, you it was a cancel, exactly. cancel <laughs> culture. Ca right. Yeah, cancel culture, yo. That's exactly what but it is, But I mean, is, that's, that's worthy of being swear, canceled from your job. I'm being honest, yeah. bro. That's what I said, bro. Some girl that was there, uh, like a, she's a, 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 she was a sales rep. Oh I recommend God. her. I, I, I was her manager for one, one weekend. I recommend her one weekend because she didn't bring in enough sales. Yeah. Like I sent her out to go do some leads. Anybody that works for Ballads or New York Sport Club understand it. A sales rep will go out, you send them out with a book and pen to go get leads. This chick came back with nothing. I'm like, yeah, what are they doing? So I ream her out. I mean, I yeah. write her out. By Monday morning, she report me. And so I went off the following week for, for vacation, came back. Okay. Well, I want to. I want to know the steps. No, First no, off, that's I, that's not entirely unjustifiable. I'm yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. Yeah. I got, I got. So, so, so here, here, here we get. Here I get into my home business. So I say, you know, fuck personal training. I got, a, I got a criminal justice degree. I want to use it. Okay. I don't want to be a cop because you know I want, I want to make some money. I think cops didn't make any money back then, and um, I didn't want to deal with the drama. But they also had freeze and all that stuff. Anyway, long story short, I. Decided to do private security. So I went to work for an Emsley Hotel in the city. 
They hired me like a heartbeat, yeah. right? I worked there for three months. Then I met the guys from the Plaza Hotel. And they was like, yo, you should be working over here. This is where it is. So I'm yeah. like, all right, fuck, hey, peace. Yeah. And I quit, and I went to work for the Plaza. And now I'm dealing with all dignitaries, prime ministers, and fucking, C- what they call it, CIAs, all these motherfuckers yeah. in the suit, and they look yeah. all sharp. I look like them, but I just don't have the shiny shit in my ears, right? Yeah. After a while, I'm saying, yo, this shit is boring as fuck. Yeah. I met all the Saudi princes, and they, they, they cool as shit. You know what I mean, uh, they always say, you know, yo, you strong, you know what I mean, and so forth and on. And um, at some point, I said, yo, this is not for me. So I went and worked back for ballets in um, Midtown. I think that was 50th and 50th and 8th. Yeah. And I worked there, and um, between the two, I'm doing both jobs now. And while working there, um, they quickly, I did really well and really fast. And they promoted me to be a manager to be to, to move yes, to, I remember to, story to, to Jersey City. Yeah. Once they put me in Jersey City, I killed it. I you, was there. You increased the revenues by like three hundred percent or Bro, more. I'm telling right? you, I was there for three years. Yeah. When I walked in there, they were like forty thousand uh, uh, dollars negative every month. Wow. When I left there three years later, the motherfuckers was fucking up twenty five thousand dollars a month positive. Um, they, they the place was doing phenomenal. I, they were fucking making a hundred thousand dollars a month. I was there. I, I they, they short story. The CEO came to that spot, who never speak to like a, I'm like a line worker compared to although I'm a manager, line worker. They don't talk to me. He walked in a big country white boy. Says to me, uh, pulled me in the office. Yo, uh, Marcisco, you're doing a great job here. I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing a phenomenal job. If there's ever an uh, area manager position um, open up. You're gonna be in the running. I can't guarantee you. Right, right. So, you know, of course, he's, he's supposed to say that. Yeah. So, bro, me, I don't remember shit, but I remember every fucking thing he said. Yeah. So I reiterate everything he said in an email back to him and tell him, thank you. And I meant that from the bottom of my heart yeah. because what he did, and he doesn't know this until today, I, I don't think he will never know, he solidified my doubts in my head if yeah, my program your validation yeah, you yeah yeah my program that i implemented within the ballet's business was working yeah so when he said that to me he replied to my email and cc all the big uh, top bosses on it i'm like oh shit i'm gonna get fired again <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. i didn't what they did they moved me to a bigger club yeah in inglewood cliff where my boy my jamaican boy who was um uh dane chang was working he stepped down because he they was, wasn't making it happen in there. So we had, I ended up there. I implemented my program uh, within five months. I was there for five months. I hit three months out of the five months. I say, I'm quit. And that's when you opened your own spot? And then I went and opened my own spot with a fucking Nordica bag on my back. Where, where, where was you, what was the spot you opened up first? Um, uh, there's, a, there's a place. And it's always been called For Fitness. Yeah, right? it's always been For Fitness. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Jersey City on Montgomery Street, a place at 650 Montgomery. And that's where you, you and I did some promo for something that you were doing. Oh, yeah. We, I, I, used to, I used to do, well, the, the first bike ride I ever did with a sponsor prior to Outsiders was, uh, was biking along. It was Manhattan. It was like, wasn't a great ride. I learned a lot from it, but we yeah. had a sponsor called uh, We Cup. Or yeah. W Cup, W Cup. I don't remember. What, yeah, but whatever. Anyway, but we had to do some shots for them because we didn't get enough shots on the ride for yeah. what they wanted. So we, we had to do some stage shots, and that was a shot to yeah. give it to you. You brought me along and said, you know, and we did it. And then I used some of those same shots for my uh, for my promotion. Yeah. So, you know, we killed it there. We were there in that location for five and a half years. I did really well. Um, by myself for a year and a half, and I brought in one of my homeboy, um, Jose Bustamante. And then we brought on Monica and... Um, were there for five and a half years. I wouldn't do some other trainers, but those two, those two stuck with me. And then last year, March, yes. I moved into the big house. And, 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 and so I want to chime in here because uh, for a number of reasons. One, yeah. I'm super proud of you. That place is amazing. I appreciate that, brother. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I actually ran into you last year, I think in April. It's like mid-pandemic. I'm riding my bike and I hear someone scream my name. I look over and it's you. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen you in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I come over right, right over there to see you, and you're like, this is my gym. I just opened up this gym, and I, I look in, it was, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of all, you told me, you know, you need to come by and work out. I need a workout partner. We worked out. But I have to be honest, man, that being able to work out with you in that gym, you know, I had COVID early in early March, part, so yeah. I was able to get back in shape. 
it gave me something to do see someone and be social like it definitely yeah. was one of the things that helped me stay sane yes and yes, i'm sir. very yes, thankful sir. for you yeah likewise i haven't likewise, had that likewise. uh during during you know the pandemic yeah. spring and summer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so thank you it was amazing on top of the fact that we got to support your business yes 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 and, and obviously there's a huge movement with black lives matter support black owned businesses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you've done a great job black or not you're you've done like amazing job keeping and keeping a business open during a pandemic, pandemic yeah. a gym, yeah, a gym at that, on yeah. top of that, not just keep it open, but thriving. And that's yeah. just amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a tough business, but um, I think because I've always had the idea of uh, having more of uh, uh, that new word, everybody's using micro gym, you know, yeah. I don't, I, I never really uh, find a big, big box gyms to be exciting. Yeah. Um, and then because I love doing personal training, I figure if I create a personal training setting, utilizing my, my ideology, the four MMG, uh, that will get the attention of people. And if I have a setting of that, of that nature, I could have, you're gonna have a certain caliber of people who wants to work out among those people. Mm-hmm. So I have the personal training and I have open gym. And it's, uh, it's rocking, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's rocking. And, and the gym, like I said, I like the greediness because it's like a garage and that garage door that yeah, opens yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is like we we've hung out throughout the years, but like last summer we really hung out a yeah, lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. And yeah. that's when you I introduced you to like the outsiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You started riding with us, and actually you your gym sponsored our Rockaway Beach ride last year yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. awesome. And we got you on a bike. And we we, we we put me on a small ass bike that I had and uh, rode out there. And a couple of your people as well. One of your homegirl, Georgia, she she filmed me riding the bike. Cause you know me. When I'm in shape, I like to take my shirt off and show my my my, my two two pack. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up, so hey, I'm hey, hey, right. hey. We're gonna be filming the OnlyFans <laughs> stuff later on tonight. We're gonna get dressed yet, all right? Yes, OnlyFans yes, so for Marcisco. You know, so I'm out there. I'm riding my bike and I'm doing my thing. And um, I enjoy the rides. I hit up one of my homeboy too, a Jamaican kid, and him. He brought one of his boys. They came out there. It was a great time. I had Theodore with me. Yeah. He was just chilling. so you Jamaican uh, Max Max Tapper Max Tapper yeah so yeah, yeah. He's a, know, Max yeah. is also a personal trainer he's a model yeah. I'm a fucker he's a true Jamaican he does all, he does everything you know what I mean the Jamaican hustling right? he, isn't def- there a stereotype that Jamaicans have Jamaicans have like a million jobs yeah 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 I don't that you know what? That, that, that's not that, that's just a West Indies thing like any dude Guyanese all the dude they yeah, have yeah, yeah, three yeah. or four yeah, jobs I think it's, yeah, yeah I think no, it's the West no Indies thing. Because to be honest, that's a great, it's a great trait, a great stereotype to have. Because, Definitely. Yeah. Because I, I tell you where that comes from. After these motherfuckers who leave their, their, their island to come here had really good job back home. Either teachers, fucking like Dude, my mom. I have to be honest, like, that's, that's a lot of immigrants in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, exactly, you see yeah. the, the cab drivers that drive in New York, a lot of them are like engineers, engineers and so from on. Back they, home, yeah. Or doctors, they can't, they can't take their education from there. It doesn't, it doesn't equate to what you have here. So they can't, you can't work in the in the industry that they have an education for yeah because because it's not uh american credit right. credited um side note i'm like a, a honorable nigerian because <laughs> why is that because i guess i, I oh come, i come before i'm 57 percent nigerian by the way i'm not surprised yeah. i mean a lot of jamaican they, obviously west west africa senegalese yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that might have come up in your genetic mm-hmm, traits as mm-hmm. well so i i i mean i mean new york these Nigerian guys always, like the, the cab drivers, always think that I'm Nigerian, so they always pull, pull up for me. Oh, yeah? My brother. And My brother. They always eh, say, eh. <laughs> yeah. like, I love that. I got some good and friends of mine good. that are Nigerian. So they always yeah. work for me where we, we get in, c- c- conversing and they're telling me their life story, like, yo, this is what I, this is what I used to do back home. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing driving a cab? And then they start telling my story. Then I kind of like relate to my mom moving here and oh, yeah. what she had to do and how she had to per- persevere to get to where she is. You know, immigrants uh, deserve a lot more credit than man, they get. Than they I, get. I give them credit, man, because I'm saying if the shit my mom, I know my mom went through, there's no way I could have gone through, brother. And I'm a tough dude, like yeah. you know I mean, willpower the whole nine yards. It's just, it's just unbearable. Uh, yeah, tough, think about yeah. my own parents. Yeah. My, my mom, my mom did come to this country in high school, mm-hmm. uh, so she had to learn the language. My dad came here after. I mean, I was born in Paris. My dad came. I mean, he's from Iran, so mm-hmm. like. Had the revolution not happened in Iran, yeah, yeah, he would have had you know the family business there, but he had to come back here with nothing. Mm-hmm. They came here with nothing. They came here all with, over. They literally were only allowed to bring. They couldn't bring money with them. Only allowed to bring Persian rugs, like the rugs. Yeah. Well, personal items. So they brought rugs they could sell, and then Persian caviar. Because those two items you could bring and say it's yours and sell it for a lot of money. And actually, some of it got stolen, so they didn't even get to sell it. They didn't it. get yeah. to sell it. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's a, it's a struggle. Um, 
So let's, let's, let's get some more questions about your goals and dreams and passions. So I know yeah. you've opened up a gym. Yeah. You've talked about opening up multiple locations and maybe having uh, some sort of a franchise set up. I know you have different ideas, mm -hmm. but what are some goals in your life that you want to achieve that you haven't achieved yet? What are your dreams? Like, what do you really aspire to do? And it doesn't have to be anything to do with fitness. It can be like whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to be your dreams. Yeah. I, Outside of fitness, I definitely want to want to be in the in the, the the bar business. I want to open a bar. Yeah, I want to open like a sport, sport bar. And that's because they had the social bug you have, basically. Yeah, I'm a yeah. social butterfly. I know. You put me any fucking where, and I'm gonna get along with. I don't care the fucking fat, ugly, gay, <laughs> straight, you name it. Yeah. You know, I make friends with everyone. Yeah. Because you know, I I, get, I like to tell people that I'm six six over three hundred pounds. There's nothing oh, motherfucker could do to me. Yeah. yeah. In college, they say I was yeah, six, okay, seven, six, you know, six, but yeah. you know that goes, you know what I mean? But what's interesting is, is one, people are drawn to you because you're sad to come up to yes. you and want to talk to you. But be, after that, then your, your, your social skills come into okay. effect. You know, when you hang out with this, if you're ever in a bar, you hang out with this guy, you all of a sudden you find yourself within 10 minutes of walking into this place surrounded by people who want just to talk to him. And he wants to talk to everybody. I'm going to give you a, a, a joke. So I was just in DR with my girl and her parents. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Dr. Diaz. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you whispered that. <laughs> shout out to Dr. Diaz. <laughs> yeah, no, no, shout out to Dr. Diaz. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wake Force, what up? Um, so I'm, I'm in DR with her and her parents, and um, we're there like for five days, having a good time celebrating her birthday, which was like two days ago, and her dad birthday was on the 8th. Mm -hmm. So we're chilling. You know, you know, like I said, I like to walk around half naked in my, in my, in my speedos. So I'm out there. Yeah. Yeah, my my girl, my girl, my, you see, my girl is a brave chick. She this is in your house. She doesn't. Where is this? In the resort. In the resort. Yes. Remind Bre me to restless. never go on vacation with you, <laughs> ever. My girl, she bought she bought it for me. She was like, "Babe, you gotta wear this," you know. I'm like, "You look right, like cool. looking like Borat on the beach." Hey, man, it worked <laughs> for me. But anyway, so I'm there. My last night, we having a good time. I'm sitting down. I'm standing up. She's sitting down. Her mom is sitting down. We talking, you know. A bunch of chicks, like fat white chicks, straight up run up. I mean, I want to take a picture with you. I'm like, um, I hear you, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm just here with my girl and her parents. No, we have to take a picture with you. You're in great shape. It got to a point where it got really ugly where I walked on, I said, fuck off, and I walked away. Okay. I went to a corner hanging out with some kid that I met at the gym. Yeah. Him and his wife was there. We were talking at the pool, whatever. He had to get super defensive, like, and some kid from Boston used to play baseball. He got super defensive for me because these chick straight came looking for me. Thirst. That's yo, thirst right yo, there. I've got to take a picture with you. I want to go home and show. For what? So, oh, like you're a fucking. Yeah, like I'm some kind of, kind of trophy. I'm like, get yeah. the fuck away from me. So I end up leaving there. I'm sorry. I don't usually say the F word. No, bro. But that's irritating. It, it's like, what are you like? like bro, an attraction? Yeah, it was so fucking annoying that. Own boy who was total stranger. Some kid, I said, kid from Boston, great kid too, because I'm saying we chopped up a yeah. bit. And he stepped in and was like, "Yo, leave the man alone. He's with his girl." So anyway, I went and hung out with my girl back, and they they ended up left, and then we left and went back. Where are these room. girls from? Fucking, I don't know, bro. Yeah, just, just they're, they're super disrespectful. Man. They, they were disrespectful, brother. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, and oh, hey, um, honey, I don't mean no disrespect. I just want to take a picture with your man. <sighs> Fuck no. Anyway, what do I look like? Well, we're, yeah, gonna, anyway. we're not gonna give him any Let's more. Let's give something positive. You know? That was um, shout out to dude from Boston for standing up for you know uh, what I'm saying. Shout a little to man you, over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, your dreams. Um, mm. But what was your dream again? Yeah, dream. I, I want to open the bar. Okay, so a that's your bar. dream. Yeah, uh, we're running low on time, so I'm gonna speed up a few things. Yeah, yeah. So you want to open up a bar? Uh, anything else? What, what what inspires you to keep pursuing your dreams? I know because you got that fire in your belly, man. You all you always motivated. I like to live. And I have two kids, Kaylee, 6'2", volleyball player. Volleyball star. Shout yeah. out to Kaylee. Number 24, Kaylee Morrison. Shout out to you um, and my son. And I want to be able to give them whatever they want. You know what mm. I mean? So uh, your, your, your children, your family motivates you. Yeah, I definitely want to give them more. And, um, and, and also, I have a great girl who's hardworking, doing really well for herself. Yeah, uh, is she's uh, pre-med or now she's going to residency? No, she's going into residency at Wake Forest, and wow. she's um, uh, for for for, for uh, general surgeon, surgeon. And no, and, no and experience with any racism with this one, right? No, bro. What's okay. her background? Uh, Afro-Latino. Okay. And uh, her parents loves me. Um, Why wouldn't they? 
It's just a, it's just a, it's a different feeling. It's a great feeling, bro. When I say I'm, a, I'm, I'm at the happiest I've ever been. And and let me let me just chime in and say, it's not only because that she's Afro Latino. Because no, no. you can have a white girl and have family oh, totally. embrace you. You just happen to find no. find the, you know. Bro, listen, man, I, 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 I damn near grew up in a white neighborhood, bro. I'm not, I have all my friends, you know what I mean? Like, I get along with people. Yeah. So when you meet a couple knuckleheads who feel like they want to have their, they, they, their say about racism, I, I get it. I mean, I can't stop you from doing that, but you're missing out yeah. on the great dude that I am and what I'm going to accomplish in life. I agree. I mean? Very true. And you're very, you're very giving, which is great. Um, what is your most embarrassing moment? Mm. I know you got some. I'm going to be short with this. My most embarrassing moment. Can you hear him? Should you come close to the mic? I, uh, I think I alluded to this earlier on. I cheated on my wife. Um, before my wife, before she was my wife, I cheated with her with some news anchor abroad. And she was some Nigerian chick with some fake uh, British accent. And after, after a year and a half, I'm hanging around this chick. I cut her off because she was getting kind of like mouthy uh, with my, my son's mom at the time, who, was, who became my wife. Oh, yes, I think I know this story. Yep. And um, when I cut her off, she was bombarding me with emails. And so it got really ugly to the point after like press charges on her. Didn't she falsely accuse you of yeah. Some, yeah, oh, yeah. sexual she, assault? Yes, yeah, so I touched her in her, in her, in her apartment. Uh, without consent, uh, yeah. Yeah, without consent. And when they. Uh, it went to court for like almost two and a half years, and I stood up, and they kept trying. Oh, you take PTI? I'm like, fuck no, I'm not uh, taking PTI. What's up? What's PTI? Uh, prevent, uh, prevent. Um, so basically, uh, pleading guilty by plead, the less pleading charge. Gu pleading gu guilty uh, for, for yeah. For, but you weren't you weren't guilty. So and I'm saying yeah. I'm saying no, I'm not doing that. So I took it out two and a half years. I fired the, the, the local lawyer that I had and went to like South Jersey and hire some Italian kid. <laughs> was fucking monster. So what, how, how did, I want to know what transpired that the truth came out? Uh, it got dragged through the court and they realized that I wasn't, I'm not the average guy who was going to back down. I went in court every day when I go to court in a suit and tie. But what happened? Like, what? <clears throat> Eventually, the, the, sorry, they threw the case out because she sent a letter that she was too busy in California. She can't make it to court. So essentially, so, so she yeah. accused me of something. <clears throat> yeah, and that's, and that's a serious. I mean, that, that, yo, if, if if someone had done that to a woman, that's a very serious thing. Like, my man. Yeah, it it could have ruined me. Yeah, if I was like a weak person. Yeah, you know. But thank God I have a strong. I wouldn't say that's an embarrassing moment. Yeah, for me that was the most embarrassing moment. I mean, because I, mean, because yes, I, yes. I did. I was. I, I was. Bro, hold on. Yeah, I was sitting in my motherfucking office, and the cops showed up there. Mm. Seven thirty in the morning. But they knew me, because I'm, again, I'm a big dude, I'm yeah. popular in the neighborhood, I went to school here, they knew me. They walked in there, they sat in my office, I thought they came there asking a question. And one of the dudes said, yo, I came for you, bro. And I said, man, I couldn't do well in jail, bro, as big as I am. Yeah. And, it, and, he, and he broke it down to me. They didn't put me in handcuffs or nothing, they just walked me out, uh, outside. And then, you know, my ex, my, my, now my ex-wife, who was my girlfriend then, she actually came and bailed me out. Mm. So, you know, her and I, you know, we are right now. Um, well, it she, sounds like it's more like her family, what she didn't do. Obviously, yeah. you must have had a good enough relationship Bro, to be together. So, If I said I didn't love her then, yeah. I'll be lying. You know All right. So, let, we got to run through a few more things. Is there anything yeah. about you that, I, that you want to share that I haven't asked you yet? We've gone through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, good. I'm an open book, man. I like to have fun. I support people who, if you're doing good, I want to support you. Okay. Yeah. That's a great quality. So now, uh, every interview, we end off with the rapid, five rapid-fire question segment. So I'm going to hit you with some questions. Are you ready to answer whatever comes to mind first? Let go. Let's All right. Go. Bodybuilding or basketball? Bodybuilding. Really? You choose bodybuilding now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite city other than New York City? Uh, I would say Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. That's a good, that, that's, that's yeah. a good one. Um, I'd move there. If you had a choice to be a different height, size, how tall would you be if you could choose? Because I know people approach all the time. Must be annoying. Um, you know something? <laughs> <laughs> the audience you know said five seven. He said no. <laughs> no, actually, bro. You know something? I love my height, man, because I know how to use it well. Yeah. Um, outside of all the nonsense, because to be honest, with all that, 
some great things come from it. So yeah, there's nothing great come out of life without having some negativity towards it. So I wouldn't change it for a bit. You wouldn't change? Okay. No. Uh, if you could choose any profession other than what you currently do, what would you choose? Real talk, I wanted to be a, a lawyer uh, when, I, when I was in college. You know, that was my idea until my NYU, my, uh, NYU, uh, what's that, NYU girlfriend at the time, yeah. she was a lawyer. And she, uh, she, she was in law school and she basically said, um, I don't think you could handle this. I'm not sitting there writing a fucking 30-page paper. Uh, <laughs> so you didn't want to do that? Yeah, I'm okay. like, no, I'm not, yeah. Okay, my last question to you is, what's your favorite food? I'm Jamaican, man, so I love me some Jamaican food, bro. Even so what did you bring? What did you bring me? What well, did you bring me? I got some oxtail. Woo! I love yeah. oxtail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring Good them over choice. Here. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, so let's see what you got. Yeah, can here. I show? Can I show the yeah, camera? Show, show, show the, the camera. camera. So we can. Which camera I'm using? This one. This one over here. Yeah, check this out. Well, well, well take the plastic cover off. It's oh yeah, oh, you gotta take glare. it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna take this. I'm hungry. So you know that I, shit, I should have remembered the name of the place, but they enjoyed the city. Man, they gave me a spoon and a knife. Yeah. What was the fork? Yeah, <laughs> so we have uh, I'm grabbing my hands then. So what we got here? Oxtail. Is there a fork in there? Yeah, there we go. I'll steal that. Where's yours? Oh, yeah. Here, you take so, it. So, hold on. I have another fork over there. You, yeah, pass the fork. All right. Yeah. Mind if I try this? Yeah, go ahead. Try, man. Oh, this is... Not too close. Not close. Yeah. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. Mmm. Mmm. So, I'm telling you. So, yeah, so I want to make sure I'm in the mic because I want the people to know that. So, with Jamaican food, they're, they're served Jamaican. They always have veggie in it, like cabbage and carrots and this have like... So, what's in this one? Pink. Uh, bees and uh, like green peas. So why is this your favorite? Uh, it just, it's just, for me it's the most, as healthy as I am, this is the best for me because it's, it's somewhat steam. Okay. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure there's another name for it. Uh, maybe not steam, but shit. Who it's, cares? It's yeah, delicious. who cares? It's Jamaican food. It tastes good. So let's so eat. Brother. Let's eat. Um, yeah. But before you stuff your mouth, because yeah. I'm about to jump in and eat that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you for being part of this interview. Yes, I appreciate you um, talking about yourself, letting them in on, on your life and your history. Hey, man, I'm, I, I'm, I appreciate you having me. And, um, you know, much success to you and your, uh, and your, and your endeavors. And uh, I'm here to support you 100% because you've always supported me. Thank you. And I'm going to continue supporting you and the audience. If, you, if you're in Jersey City or in the Jersey area, or even if you want to come visit, check out 4 Fitness. It's a great gym. Get a good workout. I worked out with this man. I know it doesn't really look like it, but I worked out <laughs> with this man. And, uh, yo, stop flexing, please. Literally. No, I was, I, I was, you know. <laughs> Literally flexing. <laughs> uh, great dude. Great workout. Knows what he's doing. Um, thank you, man. Yes, sir. I'm hungry. We're going Let's to uh, eat, and I'm out. Peace. Peace.